You're listening to the 509 Car Club Podcast, the perfect audio experience for car enthusiasts in the 509. What is up, guys? We are back with another podcast for you guys. I said guys twice in the same sentence. Um, we got a lot of news for you. A lot. I don't know why, but we do. Um, so we're going to talk about the coronavirus. We're going to talk about some new chargers, some new Koenigseggs, some new Audis. A lot of good stuff to look forward to. So uh, let's uh, let's hop right into it. So as you know, if uh, you're listening to the 509 Car Club podcast because you live in the 509, then you know that there's a ton of coronavirus going on in Seattle right now. And... Um, People are saying it's like a freaking ghost town because there's a lot less traffic. Um, schools, big employers are telling people to stay home. Um, so less traffic, increased speeds. I think, you know, maybe this is like an all-out beneficial thing to Seattle. Maybe they needed the virus. What, what do you think about that, Avery? What? <clears throat> what, what do you mean? The coronavirus in it's, Seattle. Yeah. <clears throat> but like, why? Why would they need it? Why do you think they would need it? Because it's making traffic better. Mm-hmm. It's killing people. So, no, it hasn't even. It hasn't even killed very many people, uh, unless you're in China. Then that's a different story. Mm. But people are staying home because they don't want to get sick. Are they yeah. just being pussies or what? No, you don't got to go to school, bro. I'm so free. down for that. Maybe lit. You don't have to do shit, but it's like perfectly okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could just stay home and make podcasts all day for you guys. But we can't. So someone take one for the team and show up at schools with the coronavirus. <laughs> it's just like an old man. So, yeah, go around checking into like schools and shit. Who wants the coronavirus? Old man goes in school, start touching kids. Oh, hell no. <laughs> That's oh, gross. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, right. Other than old people touching kids, um, yeah, coronavirus. But yeah, we don't really give a shit about Seattle because they're not in the five hundred nine. So fuck them. Um, but they're close. But they're close, and Seattle's a vibe. But anyways, the Dodge Charger Hellcat Wide Body Daytona Edition. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. But uh, it doesn't look too bad. I kind of like it. Um, definitely looks a lot better than the Challenger. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, in, in my opinion, I'd rather have um, a Charger over the Challenger. I personally like the look of the Chargers better than the Challenger. Not only that, but it's four-door. It'd be easier to daily and stuff like that. And it doesn't look so much like a box. Um, Especially with the wide-body kit. Yeah, especially with the wide body kit, and I like the Daytona color. I only made five hundred and one of them, um, but I think they should have paid some homage to the uh, nineteen sixty nine Dodge Charger Daytona and put that fat spoiler on the back. Yeah. But uh, they didn't. Um, what do you like better, the new Chargers or the old ones? I think the new ones are a lot better than the old ones, but I still like the old ones. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I agree. I don't know. New ones are good, though. I like them. 
No, it's this one. Oh, it's a Hellcat. So yeah, it's supercharged. This one costs four hundred and four. I almost said fourteen thousand. Hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. <laughs> specifically, one hundred and thirteen thousand six hundred fifty-five. Um, right. But they only made five hundred one of them, so I mean, they look pretty cool. Um. What else about them? They probably go in a straight line pretty fast too. I mean, yeah, it, it's a Hellcat. It's a muscle car. Let's do some math. Wait. Sure, it's a special edition, but but does that really justify its being priced the way a Dodge Viper was a few years back? Let's do some math and answer that question. First, let's start with the base price of a 2020 Dodge Charger Hellcat wide body, which is $73,240, including $2,100 gas guzzler tax. Compare that to the asking price of the cheapest Charger Hellcat wide body Daytona edition that we're able to find, which is $113,655, doll hairs at Fremont Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Fremont, California. The, the, the price increase from a base Charger Hellcat widebody to the cheapest Daytona edition is $40,000. I'm not quite sure. Wait, so you could, you could get a normal widebody Charger? Yeah, for like $73,000. Or if you want one that's blue. With some type of package on it. Probably 12 more horsepower and some rims. Maybe some slicks. $40,000. The window sticker of the black Daytona edition Hellcat at the Fremont Dodge dealership places the car's MSRP at 80000 This price includes the base price of the Charger widebody Hellcat, including the gas guzzler tax, and it's $1,995 for a power sunroof, and $995 for a navigation, $4,495 for the Daytona package. That package includes a special edition blue and black interior, white Hellcat badges, and a white rear fender stripe with Daytona graphics. <laughs> a white rear spoiler, carbon fiber interior accents, silver wheels, and an engine upgrade that bumps that supercharged 6.2 liter V8's power output output by 10 horsepower. Oh my god, I was guessing that whole shit. What the fuck? The total markup from the MSRP on the Daytona edition at the Fremont dealership is $32,930. So essentially, you're paying thirty-two thousand dollars or thirty-three thousand for this Daytona package, which includes blue and black interior, Hellcat badges, fender stripe, Daytona graphics, spoiler, carbon fiber interior accents, silver wheels, and engine upgrade. Only ten horsepower, though. What are your thoughts on that, Mike? <clears throat> I don't like it. You don't like it. I'm surprised that I guessed pretty much everything that was in the package. You did guess pretty <laughs> much everything that was in the package. You overguessed the horsepower, though. Yeah, did you say four. I said 14, I think. I think. So they heard it. So yeah. <laughs> um, uh, a spokesperson from Dodd said that the dealerships are free to charge as they please for the cars they sell since they are considered to be independent business owners. This isn't the first instance of extreme car marks up that we've encountered as of late. We've seen markups on the Toyota Supra and Dodge Demon, 
which came out two years ago. Corvette owners went out of their way to combat markups in the C8 generation by creating a list of dealerships that were and were not selling the newest mid-engine Corvette at sticker price. At the end of the day, of course, it all depends on how badly a given consumer wants one of these 501 special edition cars. Some people would be willing to pay six figures for a Dodge Charger Hellcat wide-body Daytona edition, and some wouldn't do it if it's free. True. It's a long-ass name. Dodge Charger Hellcat wide-body Daytona edition. Hey, what car do you drive? <laughs> a Dodge Charger Hellcat Wide Body Daytona Edition. <laughs> With silver wheels and... Oh, yeah, did I tell you it has 10 more horsepower than the regular one? Look at these badges, dude. Like, what do they do? Like, put a new intake on it? <laughs> like, that's some tuner shit. Come on, what are you doing, Dodge? It looks good, but it ain't worth the money, I'll tell you that. I'd rather just have my GTR. Mm-hmm. I don't actually own a GTR, but I'd rather have one. But this is definitely something I'd rather own. Yeah. Porsche is releasing. It's all new. No, it's a joke. Every Porsche is the same, pretty much. But it's uh, releasing the 2021 Porsche 911 Turbo S. But, uh, yeah. Porsche is probably one of the best handling road-going cars. Probably. <clears throat> like in its class. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like stock, stock car, like buying from factory. Just because it's like so small and shit. All right. The 911 Turbo S is all about excess. Excess price, excess luxury. Fuck, excess. <laughs> Say that 10 times over. Excess, 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 excess. You're saying a sex. Excess. Excess. Ex. Excess. Excess. Like excessive? Yes. Oh, excess, excess, success, 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 success. Yeah, you start saying sex. The 911 Turbo S is all about excess. Excess price, excess luxury, excess power, and excess, etc. Mind boggling organ discombobulating acceleration. Can you say discombobulating 10 times over? No? No. no. I'm not a discombobulating, girl. discombobulating, discombobulating. Eminem would be like, ah, someone I'm going to... Just kidding. Um, the new 992 generation Turbo S was just unveiled with 640 whopping ponies. It claimed at 0 to 60 miles per hour in 2.6 seconds. Jesus Christ. And a mm. top speed of 205 miles per hour. That's it. Bro, what the <laughs> fuck you mean? It's not the Koenigsegg over here. Which we haven't talked about yet, but we will get to. Mm. Anyway, 640 horsepower, 0 to 16, 2.6 seconds, 205 miles an hour top speed. And the Porsche 911 Turbo S configurator is live online with an imagery 250 grand in our pocket and no price price cap. We'd spec one of our own. You know what's really fun though? Mm. I went on to the Corvette website and Mm. customized my own C8. I did that with the Subaru website. Took me like, literally took me like an hour and a half. There were so many options. Now I kind of want to do this to this Porsche. That's quick as fuck. 640 horsepower and 2.6 seconds. That's crazy. And it's probably really expensive. It looks pretty good, though. Looks like a Porsche, but yeah. That's good. 
Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a look at some of the add-ons and how much they cost. Right. All right. So the jet black metallic exterior paint is zero dollars, costs nothing. Um, the 911 turbo exclusive design wheels cost nothing. Now, if you want the wheels painted in satin, a room, I don't know how the fuck you say that. A U R U M. I think you said it right. Probably. $1,290. Um, if you want the LED matrix design headlights in black, those are $750. Um, the red interiors, zero. Um, adaptive sports seat plus 18 way with memory package, zero. Ventilated seats in the front, $840. Seat belts and Bordeaux red, $540. Deviated stitching interior package, $4,490. Sport seats plus bracket shells in leather with matte carbon fiber inlay, $2,590. If you want ambient lighting, that's $580. Now, the central tachometer in white, now that's $420. (laughs) (laughs) You want a chrono stopwatch dial? That's two, that's four hundred twenty dollars. Center console lid with Porsche crest. That's three hundred forty dollars. Yeah. We could just keep going on forever. Um, oh, you can delete the, the nine eleven turbo S logo on the rear. That's kind of cool. For free. For free. Now, if you want the rear lid grill vertical slat inlays in exterior color, now that's, <laughs> <laughs> now that's seven hundred twenty dollars. If you want the race tech's interior trim, that's one thousand one hundred forty. Now, if you want the heated steering wheel and race tech's with trim and matte carbon fiber, that's eight hundred eighty dollars. And the electric slide tilt glass sunroof is two thousand. What else is expensive? Front axle lift system, two thousand two hundred seventy, or two thousand seven hundred seventy. If you want the sport exhaust system with black tailpipes, that's three thousand four hundred ninety dollars. That's expensive. Adaptive cruise control and active lane keeping is $3,000. That's crazy. Um, we didn't even go through all the add-ons. We just went through a lot of the expensive ones, but the cheapest one was like 200 bucks or is free. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a $200,000 plus Porsche right there. Um, I mean, if you're balling out, then you're balling out. $4,000 sound system, easy money. $4,500 deviated stitching package, easy money, yeah. easy. If you want a black tail light, $300. <laughs> I did mine for 50 bucks with window tint. <laughs> but what else? What else? Oh, you want, you want, you want gold wheels? That's $1,290, $1,290. So yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But I mean, 640 horsepower, zero to 60 in 2.6 seconds, the top speed of 205 miles per hour. I mean, that sounds like a hell of a car right there. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, $200,000, $250,000 is a crazy price, and you can probably get it for cheaper, obviously. But, I mean, that the numbers sound like a crazy-ass car. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're paying a lot of money, but it's not like you're leaving empty-handed. So, I haven't ridden in a Porsche in a long time. Remember Ismail's old Porsche? Mm-hmm. That thing was badass. The Porsche 911 Turbo S. Actually, that one, but it was a 2008. That thing was crazy. Got like, I think it had 435 horsepower or something like that. This one's going to have 640, dude. 640. But the Koenigsegg we mentioned earlier, um, it is called the Koenigsegg Jesco. 
Absolute. Is that a part of the name? Konigzig Jesko Absolute. I think so. It can do. Three hundred and thirty miles an hour. That's right. I said three hundred and thirty, not three point three, not thirty three point oh, not point three three zero, not point zero 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 three three zero. Three hundred and thirty miles per hour, which is three three zero point zero. By the way, that is insane. Three hundred thirty miles an hour. Think about that. Like you're here, and then you're over there. Yeah, you're here and there, like three hundred and thirty miles per hour. Yeah. You can travel 330 miles in one hour. <laughs> That's from here to Spokane in one hour. What is that? That's actually farther. That'd be like almost... That'd be like almost Seattle to Spokane. Well, like in an hour. Let me make sure I'm not just... Talking shit out of my ass. It's either a straight line or no traffic. Yeah. Spokane is 212 miles away. So that means you could travel to Spokane in like 45 minutes. If you're doing 330 miles an hour. The entire way. The entire way. I wonder how fast it takes it to get 330 miles an hour. Yeah. Anyways. Koenigsegg, as you guys know, all know, have been chasing that 300 miles per hour in dramatic fashion. The Jesko Absolute is the Swedish company's idea of a high-speed streamliner with a drag coefficient of 0.278 and 1,600 horsepower with a twin-turbo V8. And it's actually closer to 1,700 than it is 1,600. Anyways, 1,600 horsepower with a twin-turbo V8. It's Koenigsegg's answer to the 304 miles per hour Bugatti Chiron Sport Plus 300. No, we're just, we're just 26 miles an hour more. What are you going to do next, Bugatti? Yeah, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> the Absolute should be very fast, but the exact top speed remains unknown as Koenigsegg hasn't tested it yet. Speaking to our friends at Road & Track on the phone, company founder Christian von Koenigsegg said he believes that the automaker will be ready to drop a top speed run within the year, but he's not sure where it'll be held. The section of Nevada Highway closed for the Ajera RS's 277 miles per hour one run isn't quite smooth enough for the speeds. The Jesco Absolute is capable of hitting, which should be very high. This thing looks crazy. If you guys are watch- if you guys are listening to this right now, go look this thing up so you can see what we're looking at because it's crazy looking. But if you run the numbers and you take a look at the frontal area. Um, the CD, the power, the gear ratio, the power curve, the simulations say 330 miles per hour. So if you, if you did the math, it's 330 miles per hour or something like that, Koenigsegg said. It's, of course, a theoretical number, but that's what simulation tells us. We don't really have ambition to drive that fast. The end result will be location, driver, willingness, and car's capability. But theoretically, it looks good and it's extremely fast. I think that's your right question. Yeah, 330? Find me road. I'll do it. Literally. I mean, I might might soil myself in the process, but it's all right. Worth it, honestly. Yeah, say you drove a car three. Imagine like sneezing at three hundred thirty miles an hour. Fuck. You're like, oh, oh shit. No, it's fine. I'm down. Hit me up, Cody Zane. There is one spot they're looking at though. It's it's like a, I forgot what it's called, but it's a three mile track down in Florida, like three miles straight. 
just paved road. Um, super smooth. Um, but yeah, maybe it's three miles enough though. Yeah, for real. Not like it might be enough to hit 330 miles an hour, but is it enough to stop? I mean, honestly, the brakes will probably stop at like 20 feet. It's a 330 miles an hour though. Yeah, they probably the brakes probably. Yeah, imagine how fucking just like hammering on the brakes Mm. at 330 miles an hour. Brakes be like, oh, it's getting hot. It's getting hot, but now, um. It's getting cold because this car looks like it's being tested in the snow. Anyways, this is the Audi e-tron GT electric sport sedan, and it's got 590 horsepower. So make sure not over our time limit. Okay. Um, it's got 590 horsepower. Um, developed alongside the Porsche Taycan, the e-tron is claimed to have a 3.5 second zero to 60 time and a 249 mile range. So, um, yeah, that's crazy. Honestly, like Avery pointed out earlier when we were first looking at it, it kind of looks like a BRZ small two-door. Um, but, yeah, the e-tron, the e-tron GT is what it's called. Um, it's powered by two electric motors that produce 590 horsepower, and it's expected to arrive later this year with a starting price around 100000 That's a lot of money. At the end of 2018, we got the chance to drive a concept version of Audi's upcoming e-tron GT Sports sedan. It was low, sleek, and minimalistic, and the little acceleration we got to experience, we were limited to 45 miles per hour. (sighs) That's boring. Mm -hmm. I was watching this video one time of this guy. uh, Oh, it it was a daily driven exotics. They were driving this guy's old Porsche. This video literally came out like yesterday. They were driving this guy's old Porsche. That he twin turboed and like remod like modified it and everything and like made it it was like an old body but with like newer technology. But like it still it still didn't have power steering, it didn't have AC or like any of that stuff. Like it had a full roll cage, had no track control, um the brakes sucked. Mm-hmm. Um but the ECU, he had this thing called valet mode where it wouldn't go past four thousand RPMs, mm-hmm. even though it redlined to like ten or 12 and he, they were trying to drive it and it would go to 4,000 and jump back down. So that, that's pretty funny. Is funny. Anyways, the e-tron GT was co-developed alongside the Porsche Taycan, which is in its top two, t- which holy shit, which in its top turbo S form launched to 60 miles per hour in just 2.4 seconds, making it the third quickest car we've ever tested. The electric Audi, however, is much slower and is claimed to reach that same speed in 3.5 seconds. The e-tron could beat the top dog Taycan in the battle for range, though. During our test, the Taycan Turbo S traveled 209 miles on a single charge, while the e-tron GT is claimed to have a 249-mile range. That's interesting. Bro, are you sure that's on a four-door? I mean, it could be. That's definitely got to be a four-door. There's no way the back is just that big. Yeah. Like, that's big enough for a door. That'd be crazy if it was that big. Yeah, for real. Is it all-wheel drive? I mean, it's in the snow. It is in the snow, so probably. It'll charge 80% of the battery in 20 minutes. Yeah. That's really good. The fuck? 
That's quick as shit. You can just stop at home for some lunch in the middle of work, you know? Still not as fast as pumping up gas, but... but yeah, but... But yeah, like you said, stopping at home for lunch and just eating some food or whatever, and it's got 80% of its charge in 20 minutes. Yeah. Hmm. You can go a lot further with it. You know, like iPhone batteries, like when they start getting shitty, like the battery doesn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Is it the same way with cars? Honestly. After like five years of use, the battery's like, oh, it can only travel 100 miles now? Shit. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> True, as they start getting older, how the batteries handle. It'd have to be purely electric cars, though. Yeah. No hybrids. Nah. No. No, that Prius shit. But, yeah. We have one more conic today to talk about. And this one might be just not a little bit crazier, but equally as insane. So Koenigsegg has announced its first four-seater, four-seater mega car. The Gamera, which it claims will launch to 62 miles per hour in 1.9 seconds. What the fuck? It's powered by a sequentially turbocharged 2-liter inline 3 engine in conjunction. Oh, it's an inline 3. And it has three electric motors. (laughs) Damn. Who would have thought? Wait, so you know what a sequentially turboed motor is? So the RB26 is a sequentially turboed motor. It has two turbos, one of the turbos for three cylinders and one of the turbos for the other three cylinders. No, that's wrong. No, a sequentially turboed vehicle is when you have a small turbo and a big turbo and the small turbo spools up the big turbo. Mm. So there's a, a lot less like uh, there's a lot less um, turbo. Uh, yeah. Imagine how much turbo lag it's not going to have since it's an inline three. You only have three cylinders and it's only a two liter and you twin tur- and you twin turboed it. And it's got three electric motors with a combined 1,677 horsepower and 2,581 foot pounds of torque. Pricing hasn't been been announced, but it'll most definitely cost well over one million dollars. That's crazy. Did we also tell you that this is a four seater? It's got eight cup holders. That's two for each person. If you guys can do math, that's crazy. Looks it looks really good too. Oh my god, dude! Look at instead of having two, and instead of being a four door, it's still a two door, but. It's just one big door. That's gonna be sick. Well, I mean, yeah, that's pretty. Like, if you're on your side or some shit in a ditch, but like upside down, how the fuck are you gonna get out if your doors go up? Like, the whole family's trapped in that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Don't roll it. You're going. Imagine how hard it is to roll that motherfucker, though. Yeah, that's true. So, but anyways, it's got the fucking gold wing doors that go straight up. And it's got one long ass door on both sides. So there's none of that fucking like you open up the door and then you got to fucking pull the seat forward and shit. And be like, oh, get in. <laughs> so they got to get in, you know. No, you open up the door, right? And then like both rows of seats are exposed. 
So you guys can, everybody can get in at the same time. That's genius. That is genius. You should click the view photos button and see if we can click the cup holders or find the cup holders. I bet. Looks really good. Mm. I'm fucking with it. Show us some interior. Yeah, see that shit? No. Well, both rows are exposed at the same time. It's crazy. That's fucking insane. Come on, show us a nice shot of the interior. I want to see. Want to see some cup holders? Is that the mirror? Yeah, they got cameras for rear view mirrors. Lol. Um. Oh, here we go. So we got we got two up. We got two up here. I think it's four. On the other side, there's another oh, circle right here. Yeah. Oh, there's four right here, and there's four right here. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That car would be such a vibe. Look at the interior, though. The interior is a vibe. Look up pictures of the Koenigsegg Gamera or Gamera. The interior is sick. Just cruising with all the boys and shit. Mm. That's down. That's so down. Yeah, so it's 1,677 horsepower. 2,581 foot-pounds of torque. It's got four seats, eight cup holders, two doors. This thing's a beast. It's definitely going to cost well over a million dollars. Like 50K. <laughs> 50,000. There'd be a lot of people dying from oh, yeah. killing themselves too fast. But, yeah, that's crazy. Um, if you guys are If you guys are in the market, if you guys have a lot of money for some reason and want to buy a Koenigsegg, Feel free. All right, guys. That's all we have for the podcast today. I want to say thank you for tuning in. If you guys haven't go haven't checked out the YouTube or the Instagram yet, uh, please go check it out. They're both at 509 Car Club. And make sure you guys go tell a friend, a family member who are all car enthusiasts to make sure to listen to the podcast because, you know, we're the best one in the 509. All right. Thanks again, guys.